Are you ready? Let's go. All right, yo, what's up? It's your boy D Stark. Stark's an artist. You're now tuned in to the Justin Friend Podcast, where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. Yeah. Recording session two of the week, yeah. episode 96. We got that Friday energy 96. going into the weekend. I'm hearing these and one. These are actually yours. Yeah. Right? But I threw out a bunch. No, they're not. No, 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 no. You, no, 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 no. purchased these. They're not mine anymore. I'm big, I'm big chilling today. We ain't do no fit checks because I didn't even want to hear it. I got the N1 sweats on with the basic, you know, Boilermaker tee from about five years ago. Your fit is crazy. With the sandals again. This is like my staple. But this is, you know. I thought we were supposed to be working on like being more presentable. <laughs> I thought that's what we was working on. On, was fr- the- on Fridays, it don't matter. I feel like Fridays you get dressed down. You can come to work dressed down. Okay, but on it's one of those. But on Wednesdays, Wednesdays what? you got business casual. What we- is it? Wednesdays you got to step business out casual? crazy. Okay. Yeah, okay. We- okay. <laughs> these days I'm we- feeling you. We can we can just chill. That's fair. But no, me and you really about the box because you keep talking about my cut. Bro, I was in the comments the other day. It was so funny. The YouTube video. I was like, how are they going to start the video and not mention Darren's cut? Because <laughs> we did. No, forgot, we, we forgot. We did bro. get into it later. It was yeah. funny, bro. I saw a couple of comments like that. They said they was rocking with it, though. They no, said it was good. No, fact. Yeah. No, but tell them what you just said uh, earlier about the living water, which was crazy. <laughs> Honestly, that was crazy. I said you need to pray down some living water for that scout. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Oh, y'all need to pray gosh. for Jordan. Y'all need to pray for Jordan. Oh, I told him he needs deliverance. So getting <laughs> but nonetheless, y'all know what it is. Putting you on for this week. We gotta we gotta start the weekend off with a vibe. Let's Come go, on. Bro. Let's go. We bro. gotta start off with a vibe. This is Praise the God by Crew Alexander. What? A lot of things on my plate I ain't got the stomach for. What? It's like the issues I'm running from, I'm running towards. Whoa. Inhibition covers my intuition. I'm too intentional. I make plans and lose attention. I'm feeling like my head in the ceiling, right? Oh. I see what I need to reach, but it seems like I'm paralyzed. Yeah. There's demons I'm scared to fight. Peeping the fear of heights. Reaching a peak and I need to leap, but I'm scared of heights. Mm. Truly, I'm terrified. I make choices to stay silent. Yeah. And as I'm digging me deeper and deeper, the grave widens indefinitely. Mm. I definitely yeah, it's just a, you know, it's a slow time, you know what I mean? Late yeah, night, it's my, it's my top down. Yeah. Where did I get this logic that if monsters in your closet, you gotta keep them inside it? I've been hiding deep in my silence and need a goddess. I'm 30 now, we're realizing I need a god to confide in. Hold up. Yeah. Can we praise God? Hold up. What? What? Can we praise God? Hold on. Hold on. What? Can we praise God? Hold on. I'm just trying to stay alive. Yeah. What? Can we praise God? Hold up. Hold up. Yeah. Can we praise God? Oh, yes, it's for the weekend. You feel what I'm saying? Can we praise God? You know, you driving through the city late night. Shout down. Wasting Second time verse. being honest Me, I've been even losing my peace And I need to find it mm, okay. Faith to move mountains I'm weak and I need to climb it I'm trying to f- Faith to move mountains I'm weak and I need to climb Alright mm. When I got into When he designed it In other words I need not worry Know that there's a time for this I'm kind of confident That I need not hurry He told me slow to speak Cat got my tongue So to speak yeah. I'm busy yeah. trying to register With no receipts I'm yeah. not too good with correction Reflected in my demeanor I need to see or receive it the way you mean it to be okay if I don't mm. feel comfortable letting my guard down then i just cannot be vulnerable letting my guard down so don't mistake my kindness for weakness i speak this with all of the strength i have 
Yeah. Holding back tears, it's been too many years, but I'm here despite my lack. So praise God, hold up. Hold up. Can we praise God? Hold up. Hold on. What? Can we praise God? Hold up. Now it's praise God by Crow Alexander. Had to start the weekend off with I a like vibe. That. Y'all know what it is. I we got like something that. special at the end too. That uh, that new Alex Jean. That new Alex. Yeah, nah. He shout out Alex. He's, man. Been, he's been going crazy. Not for real. <clears throat> but no, let's go ahead and tap in. Let's go. So we actually mentioned this in the last episode yeah. that we talked about earlier this week in Fear of God. And I actually didn't know that we get to it this quick, but it's something that I've been thinking about a lot recently because i feel as if honestly of course like with my walk with god is of course like you know you're ever evolving you're like just continuing to learn um and just really maturing your ideals and the way you think about things especially in terms of like how you're obeying god and even wanting to go deeper with that and i know that a lot of times like um i've been i feel like i've been on so many different spectrums but i think that at some point I definitely found myself in a space where, you know, when I would hear someone talk about the fact that, oh, they don't listen to secular music or they don't watch these particular TV mm-hmm. shows and or they don't go out to these events or don't want to particularly like listen or play that artist yeah. um, and whatever that looked like for them and how they're just consecrating themselves. I would sometimes look at it and be like, yo, like oh. you doing too much. Like, it don't, it don't really take all it that, fam. Like, it's like, that. you know, like a little bit, like, here and there, moderation, balance. And, yeah. you know, sometimes I would come at those comments or even people just, like, maybe wanting to open, my, open up my perspective to yeah. these things, like, very, like, judgmentally mm-hmm. and not very receptive in, like, seeing, I guess, the full picture of what that really looks like. Right. And that's what we talked about a bit in the last episode of, like, it sometimes it it takes that much Mm -hmm. when it comes to your relationship with God staying close to him. It's really by any means. And so I've been like really essentially I convicted on that. Uh, Honestly, this past year, like the past 12 months was like specifically just like here recently and just a lot of things that I've been called to like, just not even necessarily remove just to replace Yep, that's with the one. Thing, yeah, to to yeah, replace yeah. um that is ultimately like exactly what I need. Yeah. And and I didn't even know it. And so that really brought me to this conversation about holiness, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um I'm revisiting what that means, what it looks like, why it's important, and ultimately like, you know, how to really walk it out for myself. And yeah. so I'm really like just learning like a deeper lesson of this, which has been really good like it's been like bringing me very much closer to god like more than i thought it would even like really getting into it but so that's the conversation that we're gonna have today honestly like just about holiness um consecration what it means um and like you know how to walk it out and i think really starting off one of the big things to really understand because you know i feel like i don't think i hear it as much now i don't Mm -hmm. know about you holiness yeah, just the word itself. No, definitely not. Definitely yeah, I know like growing up, we were in like a pretty, I want to say old school, <laughs> but, but yeah. it was a particular like denomination. Used that to I've, hear it every Sunday. Yeah, you were something that I feel like I heard a lot more. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Nowadays, it's not something that's like, I guess as common in terms of like those church or buzzwords right. in, some, in some sense, but it is something that is like definitely super crucial and important like to your walk. And so with that, sometimes I guess I got 
very conflicted views of like, okay, what does it mean? And like, why do you even define it? But in simple terms, when we talk about holiness, it is essentially um, the act of separating or setting yourself apart, right? Mm -hmm. But more specifically, it's you separating and setting yourself apart unto God and for him, like for his purpose, for his use, and to bring you closer to him, his presence, and walking with him. Mm -hmm. And it's something that's really mentioned a lot throughout the entire Bible, particularly like in the Old Testament and in the New, and it's a command that we all have. And a verse that I feel like amplifies this a lot is in 1 Peter 1, Verse 14, and it says, As obedient children, do not conform to the evil deeds you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. Mm -hmm. And so it's something that is very clear in terms of a directive that's in the Bible and a command that God wants us to walk out. And sometimes like there's these like misconceptions surrounding it, at least for me growing up. And it was a lot about like all these uh, deeds and acts yeah. and external um, things that you did. So like, you know, I guess I would perceive holiness as someone who like, oh, I got they just didn't listen to secular music. They didn't curse at all or they didn't watch like these particular TV shows or they wore, yeah. you know, all white on these days or mm-hmm. like only wore pants and had their hair cut short, whatever that looks like. And that's not necessarily what holiness is. It's just as much as a heart posture as it is like a daily decision in an act. Yeah. So these things that I mentioned may be a result of you like pursuing holiness, but it shouldn't be the ultimate person purpose or the reason that you are. Facts. And so, and the reason is because when we start to obey God from obligation and not desire, we'll always miss him. Mm-hmm. And so when we have this conversation about Putting the putting these things aside when it comes to like these stumbling blocks or things that may not be pushing us closer to God, it's not because we're doing these things because yo like I feel like by doing these things God's gonna love me more. Mm. I'm doing these things because God is all that I want. Yeah, and that's the mindset of holiness and consecration and setting yourself apart and separating yourself from these particular things because Mm -hmm. he loved us Romans 5, 8 when we were sinners. Yeah. He's not going to love us any more than he already has. So the point of me going and going through this process of sanctification is not because I feel as if it's going to put me in right standing or I'm going to get this like gold golden, like (laughs) sticker from God, like, Ooh, or this a plus, like you're doing such a great job. It's because I want to it's because i desire to only be as close as i can to him on this earth as long as i can and that's really like you know what that looks like on purpose yeah uh we're gonna add a counter because i'm about to bring up this book and it's not gonna be (laughs) it's not gonna be (laughs) it's uh, not gonna be the first time book bag drop no but he uh he quoted or he didn't quote something but uh, it's a quote from him in the book um, going off of what you just said, he says, we cannot do anything to make God love us more or less, but we are responsible for how pleased he is with us. Um, he brought up second Corinthians five, nine, which says, so we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it. Right. So we don't do these things from a place of like, you know, I got, I have to work and I have to do this and do this. So God loves me. But from a place, like you said, of like, I just want to please him. Like mm-hmm. I want him to be pleased with me. I want to be close with him. And that's like the mindset that you have to have behind it. Um, and to piggyback off of what you're the definition really of holiness, uh, I was reminded of James three 11. Um, 
which the whole chapter of James 3 is really talking about taming the tongue. But I, I like this part right here where it says, can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water, right? So this whole idea of holiness is like God and sin cannot mix, right? God and the world cannot mix. So the act of seeking holiness is the act of, um, hmm, I guess, uh, like you said, just getting closer to God. Since the two can't mix, me me being holy is saying, I'm going to separate myself from anything and everything that can keep me from God because God can't exactly. God can't be in the world, things of the world, things of the sin. So that's what holiness is. It's, it's to be fully God's. Um, that's the definition that I've always kind of thought in my mind is to, is to belong fully to him and nothing and to nothing else. Um, and another verse that I found about holiness that I thought you mentioned in your intro, you were talking about, you said by any means that kind of, yeah, I like that. That kind of sits, sits, sits perfect with me. Uh, and in, in this verse is basically saying the same thing. It says, make, Oh, Hebrews twelve fourteen. If I didn't mention, make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. So, in this verse, it says, "Make every effort." So, like you were saying, like by by any means, um, and that's really what I'm trying to get to in this point right here. About, um, I guess with this point, I'm trying to. I'm with this point, I'm trying to get into make every effort is really what I'm trying to highlight because it's basically saying do whatever you have to do to be holy, to separate yourself. And I'd mentioned a point in the last EP about personal convictions. And I, this is me just expounding upon that and like bringing scripture for it. Um, I was reminded of something that you had brought up in a previous EP, which was don't compare your walk to theirs because your training is different, which is fully true, but I kind of want to bring like a different perspective and different light to it. So with this, with this mindset, I was thinking about John the Baptist um, and how his training was different. I was kind of doing like a, a comparison of his walk and, and Jesus' walk with his ministry. Um, so John's ministry didn't look like what Jesus's ministry looked like because, you know, preparing the way looked totally different and took a different path than being the way. Mm-hmm. Um, and there were certain things that John had to do and John did that Jesus didn't do. And there were certain things that Jesus did that John didn't necessarily have to do, right? So Jesus wasn't eating honey and locusts, but there were also certain things that both of them had to do in their walks. So like, even though, like I said, Jesus wasn't eating locusts and eating honey and in the wilderness for the entirety, entirety of his ministry, he did fast. Like just how John fasted, Jesus also had to fast. So I kind of just thought, was thinking about this idea of like, there's universal things that I think can benefit all of us as believers, but then there's like certain like exclusive things to like their walk that's that's their thing. So personal convictions are very real, like I was mentioning um, in the last EP in Romans 14. Um, but then I started thinking about actual, like, literal sports, right? Um, going off of the John the Baptist and the Jesus point. So you can have, like, a track runner and a basketball player, right? It's two totally different sports, but a basketball player would still benefit greatly from running on a track and conditioning their body. In the same way, like, you know, football and baseball are – completely different sports, but a baseball player would still benefit greatly from lifting weights like a football player would lift weights. So what you can't make the mistake of doing is, okay, I'm a basketball player. They're running, but he's, that's track. Like I don't, I don't need to run. Like that's unnecessary for me because it's a totally different walk. It's a totally different sport. We're not training for the same thing. So I don't need to do that. I think sometimes that's the mindset that we have as believers. It's like, 
yes, there are certain personal convictions that people have with their walk, but just because it's a totally different walk, don't write off how like it could still be beneficial to you mm-hmm. because a basketball player can still get away with not running how he should and still be a good basketball player. But is that basketball player making every effort? Like that's the point I'm trying to make with this Hebrews 12, 14 verses. Like I think for so long in my own life, I got so caught up comparing things in that way. Like, okay, they're not, they're not listening to secular music, but when I listen to secular music, I don't necessarily get convicted. Like I don't necessarily feel bad about it. But the question needs to become, am I making every effort? It shouldn't be, am I convicted? It should be, am I doing everything I need to do or can be doing to become holy, right? By any means, like you were saying. Exactly. Um, So I think that's sort of like the mindset shift that people need to have with this whole like personal conviction conversation, the holiness conversation is, let me just make sure I'm making every effort. Like regardless of, you know, it might be personal conviction. Maybe I don't feel convicted, but it's like, is that something I can be doing that can be a universal thing for, you know, all believers that can genuinely help us grow closer to God and separate ourselves from the world. Yeah. Like certain things, I guess like obviously big ones would be like fasting, praying, reading, like those are all things that we can be doing. I guess practically those are certain things I feel like um, are universal, um, universal things that can benefit you as a believer. And I think that I like that you're bringing it up because I think that can be one of the biggest, because like I mentioned earlier, I would look at different people um, in certain situations and not even like super harshly, but it would be like, I would look at them and think that they were religious. Yeah. Right. Because, and, and why? Because they're making every effort to make sure they're not putting themselves in any situation, in any environment, pouring into themselves, anything that may even um, for a moment, take them away from God. Yeah. Right. And, you know, hindsight, it's like, yo, like it is, it was so, shallow in the way that I was seeing things and ultimately it was the aspect of oh the whole quote-unquote personal conviction that even kept me away from the full consecration I could have had in my walk yeah and I think that's why it's important to even realize and note and examine your own life with of it's not about like just you know what may work for them or what may work for you or what may they can handle what you can't. It, it shouldn't even be a comparative thing. It should just simply be you running after God with everything that you have. Yeah. And that end of sentence, right? Irrespective of, of what someone else may be saying or doing, it is you making that continuous intentional pursuit um, of God. And that's what the whole purpose is. Yeah, exactly. Making, making every effort, right. you know, by, by any means. Because, that's sort of, yeah. And because, and, and I did say this, but uh-huh. that's going to be for some, and for me, one of the biggest hindrances Yeah, of like, I don't quote unquote need to do that because it's mm-hmm. personal conviction. Yeah. But what I mentioned earlier, it's not necessarily about needs of what I can and can't do. It's about my desire to only want to be with God, to yeah. only want to be as close to him as I possibly can. And as long as that's your heart posture and what you're doing, you know, that's what's going to lead you like closer to the throne. Yeah. And that perfectly like goes into my next point, next thought that I had. I think there's a lot of us who are like tolerating sin instead of hating it. And I think you can you can kind of easily get in this mindset of, and I've been here before, and like even recently I've been here where it's like you know the can and can't do type of thing. Like it's not it's not necessarily okay. Um, let me do everything I need to do 
to make every effort, but sometimes it's like, okay, well, I I can like I can I can still listen to secular music. Like it's not a sin. It's not you know what I'm saying. It's not something um, that is going to be like completely detrimental to me. You know, and you're kind of like treading the line of like what you can and can't do. You know what I mean? And I think the mindset that you really need to have, and this is really what holiness is in this whole conversation, is not how how close can I get to the line, but like how far away from can, how far away from the line can I get? Like that's sort of the perspective change that you really need to have with holiness and consecration is like, you see this line, like I'm literally doing everything I can to get as far away from possible, far, far away as possible. Even if it isn't necessarily like, I don't have to do this, but it's like, like we said, it's like, let me just please God. Like, I think it's, yeah. And I would even say, it's not how close can I get to the line? It's how close can I get to God? Mm, Yeah. I like that. I like that. It's it's, how close can I get to God? It doesn't, the, the line doesn't even, not that it doesn't matter, but irres- it is it is almost very minuscule in the pursuit of me just wanting to be as close as I can to him. Yeah. Then there's there's no there's no line. You know what I mean? There's, it's not, yeah, there's no line. It, there's no you know what I mean? Like it, it's just all right. The like, line the line becomes God. <laughs> yeah. No fact. That is the line. Fact. Yeah. That's fire. It becomes him. That is the mm. cl- closest thing I'm trying to get to. Yeah. Then you're not having to worry about all these particular things. And sometimes it is very genuine when you're asking these questions because I've been yeah. there as well. Of like, oh, well, like, is this sin? Is this wrong? Can I or cannot do this? Um, but sometimes I found that even in those moments, I was just trying to get as close as I could. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Even if it's like subconsciously. Yeah. Like, yeah. Of, cor- of course, in my pursuit, just, just wasn't him. Hmm. Him alone. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's how, how close can I get to God? It's Yeah. He is the line. Yeah. And that's really like the important, like such the, the, the big importance of holiness and consecration is like, that is what the mindset becomes. Right. Which I think is very vital to our walk as believers. Um, and, a well, really the quote that I kind of got this idea from was in the book I've been reading. It says the moment we develop a tolerance for sin rather than a hate for it is the moment we begin our departure from him. Right. Which now even makes so much more sense that we're talking about the line. So it's like, mm, yeah, now good. they're talking about the line. Cause like when, when the line is no longer him and the line is how close can I get to this? You depart from him. Right. When you begin, when you begin to do like the tolerance thing, instead of like, I hate the sin, I hate the thing that's, you know, drawing me away from him. It, it, it like, it draws you farther away from God. Um, and I was just thinking about hate, like hating the things that God hates and hating sin. And I was reminded of the verse in Matthew five thirty, where Paul says, if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go and tell. I remember the first time I read this, I was like, that's rhetorical. Oh, I'm like, I'm like, nah, I'm like, he's, oh, I was like, dear. he's just saying that for dramatic effect, right. bro. Like, there's no way that's OD, bro. He's being extra, but it's like when you realize the mindset that he's coming from, it makes so much more sense because the mindset he has is what we're talking about. Like the line is how close can I get to God? And when you, when you hate something, you ever like really ha- hated someone a lot, bro? And it's like, that's crazy. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's crazy. Let's be honest. That's here. a no, crazy no, setup. It is. That's it is. No, but let's be real setup. though. Like when you, when you hate a person, it's like, it's not only let me stay away from them, but let me stay away from any position that would ever even put me in their vicinity. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not even a, I, I let me stay away from them. But it's like, oh, uh, you call me up to go to this, uh, go bowling with y'all. Oh, so, so like, I know so-and-so's friends with them. What if they invite them? Nah, like I'm good. So it's like it, it, when you hate something, it's like, 
you are making every effort. Like we're, like we're saying, it's like, it's not just let me stay away from it, but anything that can possibly put me in a situation that brings me close to that thing, I'm staying away from. Right. And that's like the mindset that Paul has here, which is like, bro, like cut off your hand. Like if, 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 if it's possibly even going to bring you to something that can get to that departure from God, it's like, you're going to cut, cut, cut it off, bro. So I think that's the, cutting off the hand is crazy though. It is bro. But I feel like that's, that's the mindset I try to have. And like more recently I'm trying to develop, like you said, I've been convicted of this like very recently as well. And Mm -hmm. it's like, that's the mindset you have to have. Like you got to be extra, right? You, You have to do every, like to hate it. Not just, oh I dislike it because God dislikes it. But like, getting to the point where it's like, no, God, like, right. change my desire right. of my heart. I want to hate this thing how you hate it. Um, and subsequently, your actions will follow suit. 100%. Yeah, 100%. I agree. And I think that the next thing I really wanted to get into is, because I think that, like, of course, like, just understanding, like, what it is, but also what I've been, I've I've learned before, but I'm understanding even deeper. It's like, okay, what is the point of holiness? Like, why should you live holy, like, and righteous unto God, separated, mm-hmm. etc.? And a verse that I'd found, I was listening to someone, I can't remember who, but it's in Joshua 3, 5, and it says, Joshua told the people, consecrate yourselves for tomorrow. The Lord will do amazing things among you. Mm-hmm. Consecrate yourselves for tomorrow. The Lord will do amazing things among you. So, Ultimately, holiness has an objective, essentially. It has it has an objective. So when we talk about, you know, doing, making every effort and whatever that looks like for you in your life, you know, personally to stay as close as you, you can to God, of course, the result of that is like we are continuously like in his presence, mm-hmm. walking with him, um, in, in the cool of the day with every decision we make, every room we walk yeah. into, every environment, relationship, like, et cetera. Um, and also that opens. So, you know, and it was Jackie Hill Perry who said this once, but ultimately, like, when we're letting go of these things, we're opening up ourselves to get more of him. Mm. And so the, the, the objective or rather one of the points that along with being close to him is the fact that now we can get more of him for his spirit to rest on us. Therefore, yeah. like we are more available for his use and his power to now move through us. Right. Mm-hmm. Because ultimately it is to look like God. Yeah. It is to look like his son, which I don't hear that enough anymore yeah. as well. Yeah. But the, mm. that is, that is the pursuit is to look as close and as much as Jesus as possible. Yeah. And that is also one of the results or, <laughs> you know what holiness is going to also lead to and going to be your desire as you're walking it out um and so again like it's not about like you know the fact that okay you can do all of that and it won't make so because some people will say you can do all of that you know all that extra stuff and (laughs) it's not gonna make god love you anymore and that's that's completely right and that's okay yes 100 (laughs) percent. but the issue isn't if God doesn't love me, but if I look like him, hmm. it's not about where I stand with him. It's like, wh- who do I look like? Jesus? Yeah. Right. And again, just the whole aspect hmm. of that, that just having that burning desire for him and him alone. And so I definitely wanted to 
yeah, hmm. men, just mention that as well because I think that's also um, a big part of it. So, because a lot of people will, you know, um, and I think because when we talk about separating ourselves and being set apart, it's not alienating ourselves from the culture, mm. right? It's not just like, oh, like we're so much better than those who may not know God mm. or not of faith. Not at all. It's for us to be close to him, available for use, yeah. to look like his son. And why are we doing all of that? We're doing all of that for the purpose of being impactful in the culture. Yeah. Right. To do what he's called us to do in our obedience to him. Right. Because you, the reason as believers we're so we can be effective in culture is because we're not from it. Mm, that's a bar. And so a part of this, along with the many reasons that, you know, the things that holiness brings, it is also so that we can be so filled with him that when we walk out, it's like, yo, there's something different. Yeah. Right. It is very evident of who we are and whose we are. Yeah. And that is ultimately what even further brings glory to like his kingdom and and the purpose um, and the call he's called us to of like going to make disciples of all nations. Yeah. No, that's I'm, I'm glad you said that because it brought up this this thought in my mind. Like, I think the motive, like you like you said, the motive behind the holiness matters. Um, I think at one point in my life, it, it was like, I was separating myself from certain things. I was saying no to certain things, but it was less out of a, like a, let me look more like Jesus. And it was kind of like from like a, a self-righteous place. Like I want to, I want to do this. Um, and I, even at one point it became like, I want to do these things because I have a podcast and it's like, I have to know what I'm talking about, which is like, that's cool. And I was doing all the right things, but it was, it was less about, let me look more like Jesus and more about, let me make sure I'm prepared. And I think, um, the motive matters. I think when you look at the Pharisees, they were consecrated. They were separating themselves from the culture. They separated themselves from what everyone else was doing. They they did all the right things. They they knew the word syllable to syllable, cover to cover. They knew all of that. But they were also the only people that Jesus rebuked when he was in his ministry. Um, but the reason was is it, it's not because the action, it was more like the motive was wrong behind it. You know what I mean? Like they were they were doing the right things, but it wasn't like a God. I want to be more like you and be closer to you. It was like self-righteous. It was like, oh, I'm better than these people. Mm -hmm. And that's where the issue was, because the motive wasn't pure. The motive wasn't right. Um, and I think that that matters a lot as well, um, because I've noticed that in my own life, just reflections of that, where I was doing the right things. I was consecrating myself. I was separating myself from certain people and certain things. But it's like, why was I doing it? And if the answer isn't, I want to look more like his son, right. if the answer is, isn't, I want to get closer to God, then it's the wrong answer. Right. The yeah. heart, definitely, of course, the heart, the heart posture of this definitely makes all the difference. Yeah. A hundred percent. And yeah, so it's definitely not a, not a self-righteous pursuit at all. So that's what sometimes people get wrong because it's just like, oh, like I'm so set apart and like I <laughs> I haven't listened to secular music for 150 such days. A, like, I haven't cursed in yeah. three years. Like bragging. Like and, bragging and, it, and, it, and it becomes, of course, like I mentioned, these misconceptions of something like that it's not. Mm. Um, and yeah, like ultimately it's not, this is not for you to remove yourself from the world or the culture that we're actually called to like impact. Right. It's so that you can be close to him so you're able to actually impact like the people that you're called to mm -hmm. because um, I was listening to Matthew Stevenson just kind of on this topic. And that's something that he was talking about is the fact that 
God will use someone who is available, right? Mm -hmm. But you're only going to have like that weight of him behind you when you're consecrated. And so that's what that's what makes the difference. It is just that that time spent with God that's going to give you what you need to like, you know, walk out your purpose as well. Yeah. So yeah. Honestly, I want to get into that a why. And then the last thing that was big is okay, practically, you know, throwing us around a lot, holiness, set apart, consecration, whatever. Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. It sounds real good. Um, and it can it can sound um, super high level. Yeah, like it is and such so, this impossible task. Yeah, like of, overwhelming. Yeah, sometimes. very overwhelming. Yeah. Like, oh my god, are you saying that I have to cut off like all these particular <laughs> things? And right. it's like, no, right? Not necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, of course, like we said, it's just like that pursuit and whatever that looks like for you, mm-hmm. and also. I can't remember where I was going with that. But ultimately, it's yeah, that sound that all that sounds good, yeah. but how, right? How do right. we collectively, how do I walk out, live in holiness? How do I live a set apart and consecrated life unto God? What does that look like, you know? What yeah. would you say? Hmm. I would say like so for me practically like how I look at that and simplify it cuz like you said sometimes it's like overwhelming. You're using these words, what does that really mean? So to me it's just like saying yes to God and no to anything else that is in him. Um, so for example, I like that. Yeah. So like, so like, for example, um, I'm trying to think of, a, of an example. Um, so the way that I looked at, cause for so long with secular music, I was kind of on the fence of, like me personally. I was like, I don't know. Like, is it cool? Is it not? You know? And, it, and like you said, it was, it wasn't from a bad place, but I was just like genuinely like, what is, what do I do? Um, and, the perspective that God told me I need to have and that I've taken up on it is like, it's just one more thing to put on the altar. Like it's, it's just one more thing to pile on. Like, how do I want to word it? I think, yeah, it's just, it's just one more thing that can get me closer to him. Um, So it's just one, one, one more thing I can give my no to and then replace it with a yes to God. So instead of listening to secular music, let me take this chance to give my yes instead instead of t- to this to God and listen to like a podcast or listen to um, maybe a sermon I didn't get to finish or worship music or something that's actually like you know going to bring me closer to Him. So I think practically, practically, I hope that makes sense for someone. Like it's just saying yes to God and saying no to anything else that's like could be possibly pulling me away from Him. Fact. Um, fact. Like, I think what you said earlier, like, it was really good, like, replacement. What you said something about, like, it's not about... Um, it's not about... I forgot what you said. Removing. Yeah, it's but, like, replacing. replacing. So, like, that's the way I look at it. Like, removing things and replacing them with God, essentially. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's what I have down here. It says, for a person to be holy, um, ultimately what that looks like is being entirely devoted to God um, and dedicated to God's ways. Yeah. Right, so it's it's not this hierarchy of like all this list of things that you have to check off or box you have to do. It is being completely devoted to Him, and that sounds simple, but it it really challenges you because you have to look at every area of your life and really examine and ask yourself: Is this completely, entirely, undoubtedly devoted to Him? Mm-hmm. And that's what's so challenging about this. Yeah, it's difficult. 
because it's because it, it's more often it's, than not it's no of course no exactly because <laughs> more it's not, often than not it's because no. it's not it, it's not really difficult again it's not some checklist or this to do or these tasks yeah. it is you have to examine yourself and be like dang i say and this is for me i say i love god mm-hmm. but does my life really look like that right like I don't want to get in my word, but I sure as heck went through that entire uh, series on um, Netflix of <laughs> yeah, Night Agent, that and that thing was fire too. Yeah. Like, no, I haven't really talked to him in about you know two or three days, yeah. but I sure was on TikTok for about four hours. Mm-hmm. Right, and so it's it's looking at these things and rededicating them back to God. Yeah. And looking at how you can refine them to just get closer to him. And again, enjoying the aspects of life that are given, you know what I mean? Isn't, mm-hmm. isn't wrong at all. And this pursuit of holiness doesn't mean that you can't watch TV. You know what right. I mean? Right. Um, or anything like that. But it, it's just that examination. When we talk about, okay, like how do I live in it? Or like, how do you start? It's just really examining it. And again, removing to replace ultimately, mm-hmm. letting go to be filled with, yeah, and just watching and letting God take you to where that may lead. Um, and so that's what it looks like. And I also want to mention the fact that um, I was also listening to Matthew Stevenson. And there's something that he said, and we can end on this that really, really, really wrecked me about this. And I'm still chewing on and processing, so I hope I do it justice. But he was talking about how, like, holiness is not something you work to become. It's what you already are. So it's just something that you learn, Hmm. right? And I have Bible. It is not something you work to become. It's what you already are. Yeah. And it's just holiness is something that you learn. It's sanctification. It's a process that you walk out, right? Yeah. So he was using the example of the fact that before he was a father, he thought he knew how to parent, right? Because right. he had examples of what a bad parent looked like. Mm-hmm. He had examples of what good parenting looked like. So in his mind, he just thought that, you know what? I'm just going to avoid the bad aspects of parenting I've seen and cling on or run to the good parts that I've known or experienced, Yeah, right? But of course... You can only really, really learn how to really be anything once you become it mm. and are walking it out, right? Yeah, yeah. So he was saying that. So he said that, and then he began to say and started with the fact that he didn't have to work or do anything to become a father. Mm. Whenever he his daughter was born, at that moment, he became a father, but that didn't mean he knew how to parent, mm. but he was going, obviously as a, you learn on the way. Yeah. Does that make sense? It makes, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so in that same vein or sense, we were made holy, not by our works, by what, but by way of what Jesus did on the cross. Mm. So whenever we have accepted him into our lives, as born again believers, at that moment, moment we were made holy. We became holy. Now, what we are doing is in the process of what we call sanctification, and we're learning how to be holy. Holy, yeah. 
So it talks about this in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 30 and 31, and it says, God has united you with Christ Jesus. For our benefit, God made him to be wisdom itself. Christ made us right with God. He made us pure and holy and freed us from sin. So it says it right here. Mm. We don't make ourselves holy. Yep. And my point in saying this is the fact that it's not something that's like difficult. You have to overthink and be like, oh, no, like I I'm not doing it right. We don't make ourselves holy. It says that right here, Christ made us right with God. He made us pure and holy and freed us from sin. Verse 31 explains why. Therefore, as the scriptures say, if you want to boast, boast only about the Lord. Mm. Right. And the Bible is very infamous and very clear about not having us boast about anything. Facts. Because if I could do enough to make me holy, oh. then I could take the credit for it. It's pride city. Then I could take the credit yeah. for it. So I mention this to say that it's not in us. It is from God, yeah. right? And so we have to receive the fact that, of course, like our salvation and the position that he has placed us in, that's what makes us holy, right? And then we walk it out. And we learn, yeah. right? So we, we receive, and at that moment, we become, and then we learn, right? Jesus is the one who made us holy, and that's it, yeah. right? And so you're like, well, mm -hmm. I, I, I still sin. I still mess up, and I, I, how am I holy? You're, you're learning. Yeah. It's the, it's the process, right? And he also mentioned... <clears throat> and he also mentioned the fact that, of course, like, you know... And he also mentioned the fact that, of course, like when you became like, you know, a Christian or whatever, you didn't know like everything about the Bible. Yeah. You didn't know every little thing there was about theology, baptism, the process of justification, et cetera. But what you still were and yeah. you were learning. Right. Once you get a job. Right. What do you have to do? You still have to go to you have to still go through orientation to learn what you just got hired for. Yep. You still have the position. You still have the office. You're still promised a salary, but you still have to learn what that looks like and how to walk in it. And so I thought that was that That's like so fire. that wrecked <laughs> me like that. Like, but and it, oh, and it was man. hard because he was saying that we're so a lot of people are so like stuck in a religious spirit and orphan spirit because it is we don't even want to say that we are holy. Like to say I am holy it, it rubs us the wrong way because mm. like we've been conditioned to still think that we're sinners. Mm. Oh man. I was like, Oh, oh my man. goodness. <laughs> and, uh, you oh, can't man. even, you can't even say, I'm like, yeah, even right now it's, it's still like, like uh, and uh, he, but he was right. It's because, and mm. it all changes once you realize that. Right. Yeah. So it is the process of sanctification that we're walking through and we're continuing to learn. Right. And so, um, when we talk about how do how do I that's how it's how do I live in holiness, not how I become holy. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. It it is it's okay. How do I walk this out and continue to learn and grow and evolve in this? Not how do you I become it. So mm -hmm. I just wanted to make that clear because that was something I didn't even know I needed to know. Is the right. fact it's something that you already are that God made you. And so now you're just walking it out. Yeah, I needed to hear that. I'm glad. I'm mm -hmm. glad. Yeah, I'm glad you mm -hmm. added that, bro. I yeah. am holy. I might not be the best at it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working through it. But it's what it's I'm what holy. God. It's what Jesus died for for yeah. you to become that yeah. you are right. So I was like, yeah, that.
That got it, man. That really does. That's For so sure, different, man. Bro. So yeah, I think that that that's it. I think it's yeah. just reorienting your, reorienting yourself, rededicating. Oh, you know, just diff, all these different parts of your life of like really asking God, okay, what do you have to say about this? Yeah. And what do I need to do to make sure my pursuit is only you and you alone and allowing you to refine and remove to replace whatever area that looks like? Yeah. He becomes a line. That was my favorite part. I'm not going to lie when that's we said right. that. Like he, yeah. he's the line that you're trying to get towards. That That's what it becomes. It's like, are you making every effort? Right. So it's that it's it's far from doing this out of obligation or because it's going to put me in better standing with God. It's I'm I'm doing these things because I just desire to be with him and close to him and him alone and that's it. That's it. Yeah. So Hmm. yes, sir. Getting it. That was okay, going into the weekend with something, man. Y'all know what it is, bro. Going into the weekend with some conviction, huh? That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> nah, but look, man. I, 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 again, again. I really, I don't. I like to give, a, like, I guess opportunities yeah. for a lot of different artists. You feel what I'm saying? And so I don't always like repeat artists. I've said that before. But sometimes there hey, just be bro. some that be going crazy. Hey, uh, sometimes you there's gotta, some yeah, singles bro. you have to run on here, bro. I feel to. like Alex Gene honestly has just continued to evolve, yeah. and it's it's not even like fair. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. but it's just look. I wrote you a letter. Come on. What? I wrote you a letter. You said to follow the vision. I know that it's different, but it's better. What? Everything still got a season. I cannot be here forever. We gotta go into the weekend with a vibe. Come on. Living in truth and I'm doing my best. No, I got motion. Talking my chest. Put it in work, but ain't breaking a sweat. Bust down, watch, but it's not a protect. See what I love, so I gotta protect. Don't with the past. I'ma put it to rest. Knowing with you is forever. Uh huh. God, I wrote you a letter. You said to follow the vision. I know that it's different, but it's better. Everything still got a season. I cannot be here. Hold on, I'm about to turn up on this part. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Living in bed, I'll write you a letter. Back to the top. Uh Cut the guy so I know what it is. Don't want drama. I'm not a kid. Talk to me, Rado, it's never a game. Yeah. Everything still got a season. I cannot be here forever. As long as I'm still praising God, living and breathing, I'll write you a letter. Yeah, bro. That's different. Yes, <laughs> sir. Yeah. I wrote you a letter. I'm done with the past. I'm going up and I'm not finna crash. Yeah. In the storm, I'm still finna sing. I'm not getting mad. I needed change. I wanted that. No, I'm with you as forever. Come on, God, man. I wrote you a letter. You said to follow the bitch. Yeah, this is different, different. But it's better. Everything still got a season. I cannot be here forever. Like what? As long as I'm still praising God, living and breathing, I'll write you a letter. Yeah, man, we love y'all. We'll see y'all next week, though. Wednesday, we coming back at it. Yes, Episode 97, Road to 100. Yes, sir. It's love, man. Stay you. Stay real. Stay humble. Catch y'all next week. Much love. Don't you think like that? <laughs> <laughs> no! 
it's so it's so the outro. <laughs>